Welcome to the Consultants Council podcast, a place for consulting industry guidance and best practice advisory. Whether you're working to grow in your consulting career, you're managing and developing a consulting firm, you're working with consultants, or you're just interested in business and high performance advice, we've got recommendations and education for you. I'm Kelsey Kreveling, founder and CEO of Kelsey Consulting, a firm focused on building high-performing organizations, teams, and individuals through a variety of ventures, including the Consultants Council. I've spent my career at the intersection of technology and management consulting, working with organizations across the country to help solve their toughest challenges, while also supporting the growth and development of multiple consulting firms, helping them improve their long-term performance trajectory. In addition, I serve as a startup investor and advisor, promoting the ideas of entrepreneurs as they work to gain traction in their industry. With so many people gearing up to launch their own businesses and establish their own consulting practices, I want to make available the advice and lessons I've learned along the way. This podcast is made possible by Kelsey Consulting with media support by Class Act Media. For more information, check out our site at theconsultantscouncil.com and kelsey.consulting. That's K-E-L-S-C dot consulting. And now stay tuned for this episode's counseling because the consulting world is full of nuances and the answer is always, it depends. What's possible? Do more. Hey there, I'm Kelsey Kreveling with the Consultants Council, and I am super excited for today's special session from Park City, Utah with my dear friend, Carrie Allardyce. So Carrie is a serial entrepreneur. She's developed numerous businesses and sold several, uh, and is actually getting ready to launch her own net new venture, which we're very excited about, one of the reasons why she's here today. So uh, for those of you in the consulting world and the professional world, you know we're constantly bombarded with tons of stress, things taking our attention, pulling us off center. And one of the things that's most critical in order to be able to render great results for our clients and to take care of ourselves is the ability to stay balanced. And so today we're gonna dig into some more of the health practices that we can take on in order to stay well and balanced and healthy and happy and being able to then render great results for our clients and ultimately finding more joy for ourselves. So with that, Carrie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It's Thanks really, for having me. really fun. Welcome to Park City right. again. <laughs> right. Uh, one of my favorite places in the world. Right. Um, so yeah, tell us, you know, you've had a, a long track record of building success both in business, but You've also done so much from a health and wellness perspective. Oh, thank how, you. How do you feel like the two blend together for you? I think that you can't separate them. You know, when we wake up in the morning, there we are. When we go to bed at night, there we are. No matter where you're traveling, it's like there we are. And I think that um, all humans have this, uh, how do I have the balance and keep it all together and have quality relationships and produce quality content. So I think they go hand in hand and, and you don't really separate them. Yeah, yeah. So then how did you go from wanting to build businesses to really looking to blend a wellness practice in within that. Was that a, a shift for you? Is that something that developed over time? Or is yeah. it kind of sudden? That's a great question. Thank you. So I started my first um, entrepreneurial venture in 2000. Um, I was a rodeo photographer of <laughs> all the things. When they say go niche and specific, I went specific. Um, and I think as an entrepreneur, you kind of uh, 
think, wow, I better figure this out. I need to be healthy to achieve my business goals. And so um, I am a serial entrepreneur. I love, love, love building businesses. I'm really good at it. And then I get bored with them. It's the actual day-to-day -day stuff. And um, I feel like I was born to be a coach. Um, and I think when you're a little girl, they call it bossy. <laughs> But I, I, um, I kind of lean more towards, wow, how can I take my love of knowledge, learning how the body moves and learning how to feed our bodies and take care of ourselves? I tried to take all of that and say, okay, what does that look like in real life? And a genuine desire to want to help others too, even if it's just a friend saying, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm doing this new supplement or I've got this new yoga class or... Um, I love this hotel because it gives me peace. Next time you go, you should try this. Or um, I think a heart of a teacher, as Dave Ramsey would say. And so um, this coaching business takes all of my businesses. Yikes, it's been 23 years. But takes all of my, uh, all of my businesses and all of the skills and uh, coaching that I've received. Um, and I get to put it all into one and show up as um, a teacher. And I try and have the heart of a Sherpa where it's like, hey, here's some really cool things that I've learned that have worked for me. Uh, maybe it'll work for you. And then um, also I think collaboration is important. When you bring people together who are focused on the same thing like wellness and producing good content and showing up in your full uh, as your full self, mm -hmm. when you bring that together, that's super powerful. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so Carrie, you're also a yoga teacher. Yeah, so well, I'm, a, I'm, I'm trained, classically trained as they say. Yeah, um, yeah but yes, yes. How, how does that then blend into building balance across the stressful practices of running businesses. Yeah, yeah, and travel and the physicalness. Um, yeah, so I, the reason why I took my teacher training is because uh, selfishly I wanted it for myself. I wanted to know how to better take care of myself for one, but I wanted to know how to move through a sun salutation. And when do I need a sun salutation versus uh, a full on heart opening practice? And when do I need more restorative type thing? And mm -hmm. I wanted to know what I was doing on my mat and why. And so from a teacher perspective, I then took all of that and said, okay, what do I want to offer people and what I try to do again is be a Sherpa. Mm -hmm. I want to teach you how to go through a sun salutation um, that feels good to you in your body. So when you roll out your mat at home or in the hotel, wherever you are, or your workspace, I want you to show up intuitively and connect with self and go, man, I just need a couple child poses and maybe some cat cows and um, my hamstrings are tight, so I'm going to do this and that. And then that's enough. You don't have to do this whole 90 minute and I, I feel like we put our, style yeah yeah and that can be overwhelming and then we don't get on our mats yeah so twofold selfishly I wanted to know more for myself and then secondary I wanted to help people show up on their mat and get what they need okay so then for the consultants who are traveling it's tough to find time we're stressed we're busy we're scheduled from sun up to sundown oftentimes how can we 
bring a yoga practice with us when we're traveling? Right, great question. So number one, I have a super lightweight mat. It's like a $10 TJ Maxx one um, versus my big heavy one that I like to have at home. So that was one of the things I started doing for myself. I also don't care if it gets dirty. I don't care if it's on the hotel floor. A lot of times I'll go to the pool. It's early in the morning and it's quiet and I'll take my yoga mat to the pool. And whether I'm laying down in Shavasana doing my meditation or or if I'm doing a couple of poses, I think that you, I think mindset number one of I don't have time, I think shifting it going, I don't have time for this day to go wrong. So I'm gonna give myself a couple of minutes, whether it's five minutes or 10 minutes, whether you're doing it in your hotel room or you're going out to the pool, or maybe you go for a little walk because there's a park down the way and you're you're doing it on a yoga bench or, or whatever. I think that again, perspective of, look, I, I really want this day to go well. I care about myself. I wanna show up and as my full healthiest best version of myself and so this is important it's as important as taking a shower or drinking water right. so um, and it doesn't have to be this full-on thing it could be five minutes it could be ten minutes incorporate it with your meditation um, there we have moving meditations what could just be a walk put your um, noise canceling headphones in cancel out what's going on around you and just move and be yeah. and find your version basically of, 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 of carving out that space for yourself. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it doesn't have to take long and it doesn't have to be arduous and you don't have to go find a yoga studio wherever you're traveling to. I mean, that's something that I've done from time to time. Yeah. I love that too, when there's the opportunity to do that. But I mean, it's, it can be as simple as just, I'm in my room and I'm going to do stretch up and I'm going to stretch out and I'm going to do some deep breathing and I'm going to just center myself. And I think that's something that we don't receive training typically on how to have an energetic hygiene practice, right? how to clear right. ourselves of all of the other things that are going on around us, the noise, all the, we are the product of everything that we consume. And if we're not being mindful of not only just showering and, and clearing off the, the physical, but also the emotional, what right. we're taking on from everything around us, that makes it really easy to get A, bogged down, to be entrenched into the demeanor and the mindset of everyone else around us. And that gets heavy. That's a lot to carry. And that makes it really tough to show up as your best self. And like you said, traveling in itself. I mean, even if you're the best, uh, the best and you're uh, a veteran, traveling in itself, the planes, trains, automobiles, the noise, the things like that. I think once you get in your room, it's your time and your space. And um, I, I had a coach explain it to me this way. You want to play offense. You don't want to constantly be playing defense. And when we travel, sometimes we have to play uh, defense because we're, we're on a plane. And so there's rules and restrictions. And um, But when you get in your room and you take uh, control of your life, you're like, okay, I'm playing offense. I'm going to take a bubble bath or I'm going to lay down for a couple minutes or I'm going to do some stretches or I'm going to meditate or listen. So your focus is everything. And yeah. by playing offense, you're focusing on wanted versus all the other stuff. And yeah. you're also setting your yourself up for future success mm -hmm. when you clear your mind and your plate and you focus on wanted it's pointing you in that direction of where you want to go completely well and then it also it recenters as you're saying that what you want that desire towards the outcomes that you're seeking so if you haven't listened already I did a whole session on healthy diplomatic communications and that really centered all around setting yourself up for success as you go into those interactions which means 
taking the time to cultivate a mindset of the outcomes that you're seeking, super important. And I think that that's really potent in an energetic energy practice of setting your intentions. And those can be kind of clearing intentions of, okay, I want to shed everything around me that is not for my best. That's not getting me to the outcomes that I want so that I can achieve the outcomes that I do want. And it doesn't have to take long, but it does take that mindset of let me recenter myself. Let me stop getting pulled around from everything happening around me and let me come back to that balanced state. So, um, yeah, I love that. It has served me personally very well in the chaos that is consulting and travel and meeting client demands and working with big teams and keeping everyone on track and on pace and motivated and excited, but also positive because the consulting world is so full of negativity. Yeah. And it's very easy to get sucked into that negativity and that kind of just narcissistic traits that pull us into a lower level of kind of thinking and acting and responding. And that's not healthy. That doesn't get us great outcomes. Right. And I think when you pause before you go out into the world, whether it's Mm -hmm. like I've got a dinner to go to or a board meeting or a meeting one-on-one with someone, I think, how do you want to show up? Like you said, you're you're segment intending, like what are my intentions for this? But how do I want to show up? So I had a board call this morning and I thought, I got real quiet and thought, how do I want to show up? And so I watched it, right? visioning it's like okay this is how I want to show up there wasn't a lot of need for me to interject or or to input and I thought I want to show up as clear and present and how can I add to what we're doing here and I think when we do that when we pause take the moment like you like you said and think how do I want to show up how do I want this to go and even run through the visioning and the process in your head these are really powerful things and I think we sometimes like you said get wrapped up and all the other stuff, but you have the power. You have the power to show up as your best version of yourselves. I just got goosebumps, so which always means we're on point, right? And uh, yeah, I think that's, I think when you realize how powerful you are and by setting that, like, gosh, and it can be fun. It absolutely it can be, be fun. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's, like you said, there's a lot of things going on out here, but we have the power to show up and be Mm -hmm. present and be active and have fun with it. Even though there might be some anxiety in the beginning, when you take that time, Mm -hmm. then you're you're setting yourself up for success. Well, you're cultivating the environment that you want to walk into and you're you're really kind of shifting the molecules. You're shifting the energy Mm -hmm. of the space to kind of prime the encounters to go the way that you want to see them go for the best possible outcomes that they could render. And that is incredibly powerful activity and visualization to take on. So uh, all of this is really to cultivate A, an awareness practice and B, an energetic self-care practice that then C, gets you to clearer, more confident outcomes that you're seeking. 100%. Um, one of the things that I'd love for you to talk about is an exercise you've had me do, um, which is kind of the the universe bucket of writing everything down. Will you talk about that a bit? Yeah, so uh, focus wheel. Uh, the the what's in my bucket to do and what's in the universe's bucket. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so um, overwhelm, like you mm-hmm. said, that's, that's something that everybody struggles with, particularly as a consultant. When you're traveling, you have all this stuff and um, your to-do list grows and grows and grows until you... Yeah, pages. Yeah. What's that? Mine is like four plus pages. <laughs> right, or yeah, there. like our journal where it's, yes, yes. So um, Abraham Hicks actually teaches this and they call it the placement process 
because um, because Esther sat down in a restaurant and she was feeling completely overwhelmed with all the things to do from accounting to phone calls to this and that. And um, uh, so she sat down and on the back of the placemat was was empty and a clean slate, much like your uh, like your notebook there. And they said, draw a line down the middle. And on the left, we're going to have you write you. And on the right, we're going to write down universe. And um, and as she began to go through the things in her head of what she needed to do, she was realizing that the universe could handle most of the tasks that we're worried about. So let's say uh, you're waiting for a phone call back from so-and-so because this issue needs to be resolved. You just simply put it over here in the universal co column and go, okay, universe, you know what? I can't control that. I can't control this. I don't need to meddle. I know that things are always working out for me. So I'm just going to, for this moment, Moment, put it over here in the don't need to do I'm just gonna let it work mm -hmm. itself out and I think when you go through the process of what do I need to do and what do I just need to turn over to the universe we realize that we're spinning in our head all these things that we think that we don't need to do and I'm sure we've all had this happen mm -hmm. where you're thinking about someone and all of a sudden they call you and you're like wait I was just thinking about you you were on my to-do list mm -hmm. That's an example of we yep. our to-do list has um, has the ability to grow and spiral and get out of control, which is like the weight you were talking about, and it just weighs us down and weighs us down. But when you sit down for a moment, put a line down the paper and go, okay, what do I really need to yep. focus on? What do I want mm -hmm. to accomplish today in this moment? And you think, okay, I've got a dinner tonight. I want it to go really well. And I want to show up present. I want to listen mm -hmm. um, for the purpose of listening and understanding what the person is saying, not so that I can form a response. And I just want to show up as myself so yeah I love that process because it then you also see in black and white I love black and white oh my gosh give me a piece of paper and black and white and it's like oh I just have to show up tonight and I just need to show up as my best version of myself healthy happy ready to go and uh, tomorrow's a new day so I, yeah. I love that that's a great process I, thanks for bringing that up I love that exercise it helps so much because I mean I have multiple ventures and activities yes. and client demands and personal responsibilities and things that I care about. And there's so many different buckets of, of responsibility and that can become overwhelming. There's so many things I'm trying to advance in, in all these different areas. And yes, there are actual things that I do have to do that right. things will not happen if I don't take those steps. But so many of them of the things that I'm seeking is, okay, I can't control that. I am completely dependent upon the responses of someone else, the other just pieces falling into place. And I can't worry about that. I've done my best. I've shown up. And that exercise just really has done a great job for me of kind of parsing through the noise and prioritizing what is most important and what I can actually affect. Yeah. And I think too, we've all had that uh, phone call where you're like, I can't believe that just happened. Like, I just got invited to speak on stage. They're paying me crazy amount of money or this client that I spoke to a long time ago just called and said, I'm ready to book. So when we give it up to the universe and we let go of that control that we think is so, it's the opposite. When we let go and just show up freely and mm -hmm. clear, things happen yep. for us. Like those things are in the in the queue. They're yep. waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. And often it's us that's preventing. Right. Yeah. We're, we're forcing it away by being so tied to the outcome, yes. to our expectations. Yep. Yep. When we 
when we have kind of a joyful thought of this is what I would like to happen, have happened. This is what I see being positive and good. This is how I see a client meeting going or how I see an interview going or how I see a, a job position going. That's great. That's cultivating what we want. But then when we let go of how it actually occurs and we just trust that we've shown up, we've done our best, we've we've put in the prep work, right? right. And the, the good doesn't happen when you don't work hard and put your yeah. efforts forward. Listen, I have no idea how my car drives. I just know that I get in it and it goes, right? right? And I don't need to know. Right. But sometimes we feel like we do, right? So just get in the car and just drive it. Just go. Yeah. Do just, it's fine. Yeah. And if something comes up, whatever. Everything is always it. working out for me. Yeah. And you'll you deal know? with it. You'll trust that you have the intelligence the capability and the people and the resources around you to pull together when necessary right, right. to get where you do need to go right. so and you do you didn't get the, where you're at today without right. you didn't. you've got everything you need mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah i mean these sometimes seem like uh fluffy duffy stuff and airy fairy it's, no this is where the magic happens is mm -hmm. in this in this arena mm -hmm. yeah. and the ability to to take that time to be aware of how this happens and mm -hmm. to focus on it and to to give yourself the space to to accept it and to be excited for it yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. um what else would you recommend for busy consultants as they're they're dealing with all the different things that are kind of bombarding them every day you know i was thinking about this uh the, the whole time uh today and while we're getting ready i think that leadership is different than it used to be um uh, who who's the book uh lead the leader with no title um it's, it's not seth godin uh, apologize <laughs> um, but anyways i think that leadership is what's uh, coming up for me today is that you don't have to have a title to be a leader. And I'm sure as a consultant, uh, you walk into a room, there's a lot of people looking at you. What are they going to say? What are they going to offer? What are they going to do? And there's an opportunity to put pressure on yourself or you just show up and you lead by inspiration. You show up clear, you show up present, you listen before the intention of receiving what they're saying. And more and more people are talking about showing up intuitively these days right. where they show up and they sit in a room and they look someone in the eyes and they're listening again for the purpose of understanding where that person is coming from. I think that's how we solve problems is by understanding what's going on and thinking with our own connection, our own intuition and showing up and reading the room and reading the energy and the body language. And I think when your intention is to do good and to show up as a, a leader in that you're like okay I'm here I'm present my intention to be is to be a part of the solution what's best for everybody I think that's really powerful and whenever you read about successful entrepreneurs and startups and founders and these amazing people they always show up present and they whether they would call themselves a leader or not other people define them as that. They're like, they're such a great leader. They're always present and mm -hmm. they always understand me and they have this a magic ability to, and then fill in the blank. And again, I think the magic is you in the work that you've done before you arrive on the yeah. board call right. or in the meeting right. or with your client. Right. Um, it's no different than an athlete showing up on the basketball court or the football field yeah. or a singer walking on to mm -hmm. stage or something like that. In the flow state, yeah. ready to, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and it also, interestingly, I think it compartmentalizes our on time, right? And it makes it better and easier. And then when you leave, you leave with this feeling of, I showed up, I showed up present, I did my best and I feel good. Let's go for a walk or let's go have a nice dinner. And you can kind of leave the problem and the work and the, um, the the thing that you're working on it gets compartmentalized pardon me too many p's going on there pa 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 um I think then you leave and you're like, oh, I can show up on my yoga mat for me now, yeah. or I can show up at dinner with my family or mm-hmm. with my friends, and um, it feels good to feel good. It you know? absolutely does. And what's interesting is, so I used to be just exhausted after days on site, oh, right? Like you're just you're just you're having to be so in consuming so much information, being so focused on just like how you present yourself, et cetera. And that was so energetically draining and exhausting. Whereas now, if I do the work before the conversation of how do I wanna show up, I've set that intention, and then I don't even think about it after the, after I walk into a room, I'm just like, that's that's I've already set the stage for that. I don't even have to be doing it all throughout the day. Then I can be in that flow state where I'm counseling my clients and consulting effectively and resolving the problems that we need to resolve. And then when I'm done, Okay, you're right. It's like that that space is now concluded. The work there is done and I'm not completely drained. I now I'm ready to go focus on something else. Like you said, go take a walk, go to a yoga class, go take a hot shower, help, go have a nice dinner. But I'm not just completely, I need to right. go shut down. Right. Totally. The analogy I was thinking of while you were saying that is like, you can either, yeah, you can either be way. in the flow with your boat mm-hmm. pointed downstream and this is fun. Oh my right. God. Do you guys remember when you started this? Because this was supposed to be fun mm-hmm. and you wanted to be part of successful teams and you wanted to contribute. And when it's fun and you're flowing downstream, it's great. But dang it, when you're paddling your boat upstream, you just there's not enough there's not enough strength in the yep. world to continue so what i heard you say is you're like i figured out how to point my boat downstream and yeah. gosh life is good and then you have energy after your right. meetings right. um that you can do other things mm-hmm. um including celebrate and you know but yeah that's that's it man mm-hmm. you learned how to point your boat downstream and be with the flow and flow with self too mm-hmm. you know and i think that that's just a super critical and important thing for those of us in the consulting space because consulting is exhausting just by nature of how it is. We have to go and travel to client sites and be able to show up and prove our worth with every hour that we are consulting. We're having to prove our value and the results that we're gaining for our clients. We're solving their toughest problems. And that in of itself is a fatiguing effort that you're, you're cultivating so much creative thought and support and resolution towards their challenges So being able to do it in a way where you're getting to be authentic to yourself and you're not feeling like you're having to put on a mask or a facade in order to show up effectively, it makes a massive difference. Yeah, and people and your outcomes. Your outcomes get better right. too. Your clients want to work with you more. Yes. They yeah. trust you more. They but, rely upon you further. They are ready to show up as well. A hundred percent. People have a, a nose for BS, right? Mm-hmm. And they have they have a feeling for authenticity. When you walk yep. in the office and you feel good, you look good and 
we're ready to start. Let's do some really great things right. here. That translate. Energy Absolutely. doesn't lie. Body language doesn't lie. I just did this gesture. My my good friend Mike Worlton is a body language expert, yep. and that's one of the first thing he teaches is show up, and you show up authentically. And when you take care of yourself, you show up authentically, and that translates immediately to clients and everyone around you. You yep. know, people in the elevator, and um, I know again, I I. I it, I've been an entrepreneur 23 years in the beginning. I thought, that's silly. Come on. I just I have to work harder. I have to be smarter. I have to. And the irony and the magic is, no, you just be you. Just show up and be authentic and take care of yourself so you feel good. So you, you, know, you yeah, I think that really is the secret sauce. I'm sure you've had entrepreneurs ask you all the time, hey, what's the secret sauce to being? And the secret sauce is you. Yeah. Each one of you. Right. Yeah. You the magic. You are the magic. You yeah. are, and it's not cliche. You really are. That's the secret mm -hmm. sauce. And, and like I said, people love authentic people. People do business with those that they know, like, and trust. Yes. And that authenticity is everything. Absolutely. So speaking of the things that you consume, we are the product of everything mm. we consume. Um, that includes the news. That includes the people we're around, mm. the lighting, the smell, the sensory, yeah. all of it. Yeah. Um, what about how we can be healthy on the road with our diet? and the other things that yeah. we're consuming. Yeah, good question. And thankfully too, it's getting a little bit easier. Like there's more options. Um, you're finding healthier options in the airport and even hotel um, restaurants and things like that or ancillary stores that are co uh, close, like a coffee shop that mm -hmm. has, we went to a beautiful one today and um, that has healthy versions of yeah. things. So I think number one, you need to know yourself and what works best for you. Like, are you a breakfast person or are you doing your liquid protein in the morning and you're you're doing your intermittent fasting and at lunch you want your big meal or at lunch you're more of a salad and a this so know yourself know you should be at when you're at home you should be playing with different things you know go to the store and try am I a protein girl am I healthy fats um, and once you know yourself and what works for you then you can put then you can pack your bag right so when I fly I have all the good stuff in my bag I'm not waiting for the flight attendant to come around with the sugar cookies right and the and the coke so some of my favorite snacks i love coconut everything so coconut chips um and this this is this is my little my little secret tj maxx has some good stuff oh my gosh they're and um and not stuff full with crap so i'm i'm not a friend fan of processed food but there are so many cool foods out there um that are handy and snack size that aren't full of all the processed junk so mm -hmm. number one teach yourself how to read a label know what's healthy and what you like and then pack your bag full of it so in my bag i have healthy snacks number one i have element hydrator lmnt okay. is my favorite every day one or two a day it's easy to pack and go and hydration is critical it's critical critical for brain health and being able to show up right. that's that's hands down super necessary here in park city it's okay so gosh yeah dry and, and elevation and super necessary while well, flying um, i mean gosh yes. flying is just flying yeah. takes it out of you it, it really does. does it really does and and find out how to support yourself so one of the other things i do on a plane is earphones noise yeah. canceling earphones i think um, before air earbuds i had the um the, <laughs> the big bows yep. yeah because yep. it's important to me and when i settle into my seat i settle and i get comfortable and i think what else do i need do i need a coat do i need a blanket 
I've got my water, I've got my noise canceling. Often I'll put a meditation app on yeah. in my seat. I think taking care of yourself is critical. So healthy snacks that work for you and your body and knowing what you need. Don't don't stretch yourself out all day and it's four o'clock and you're like, oh my God, I haven't taken care of myself. Yeah. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for that in today's day and age. Like I said, do your homework at your while you're at home, play mm -hmm. around with different products. And everybody has a traveling size you know things so like I do seed uh, the probiotics and they even have this little travel vial nice. right okay. like everything comes in travel so figure it out pack your bag for success so when I'm sitting on the airplane I mean I even have snacks for everybody else if, if you want to be on a plane you want to be next to me because number one I won't talk to you unless you want to talk and number two um, I have the healthy snacks you know I have the hydration and um, yeah but but set yourself up for success you really have got to prioritize yourself honestly mm -hmm. and then same thing when you get into your room um, I was just in a hotel I've been um, and I'm like there's no water who doesn't have water so I'm downstairs paying five dollars for a jug of Evian or Fiji or whatever um, I don't care I just go abundance I feel good I'm taking care of myself this is important to me right. and um, yeah so take care, good care of yourself and again not cliche critically important Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, some of the things that I do is I travel with a silk sleep mask yes. and my silk pillowcase. Those yes. are really critical things for me just to get a good night's sleep. Yes. Um, also, apparently, all the fire alarms in hotels now have flashing lights that oh. flash while mm -hmm. you're sleeping. And they're mm -hmm. typically right in your eyesight, which is horrible yeah. for your circadian rhythms and horrible for a yeah. good night's sleep. So, yep. And if you're doing blackout sleep with your curtains closed, then it's even worse. So, um, Actually, uh, Dave Asprey has a company yeah. that he makes little um, black out stickers that you can travel with and yeah. you can just stick them on things. I take those everywhere with me. It makes yep. a foundational difference in the quality of sleep. Yes. Um, One more thing with yeah. that is I use the Swimmer earwax um, uh Earplugs? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't love the foam ones. I never get them to fit right. I have another one that I like, but when you lay on them, they hurt. The earwax ones, um, they come in a little travel case, of course, mm -hmm. and um, they work magic for knocking out the sound. I believe that sleep is critical. If you're not getting eight, nine hours, you really need to visit that because your body heals, you reset. There's so much going on, but eye mask always, earplugs as my other thing, and um, uh, set yourself up for success there. It's it's critical. Yep. I agree. Well, and this one's a tough one for consultants. I know, um, but reducing the alcohol consumption. Yeah, like gosh, dang it! it you're partying, you're celebrating, you're going out with clients. Yeah, you it's have hard. To, uh, you're just, yes. you're ruining the whole next day. You're ruining your sleep. It's yeah. really like it's painful. And the older you get, to the harder it is to recover. Like, yeah, I, I, I hate to admit back that. And it's like, yeah, no. yeah. Here's some tricks, though. Number one, um, number one, hydrate. Right, I know a lot of people will do water with the alcohol if you feel like you're in a situation where you have to participate. The other thing too is trying to make smart choices. So obviously a rum and coke is like, might as well just pour sugar in a cup and do that. Could you do um, a vodka club? Could you do um, some, 
Yes, um, there are a lot of really cool mixes out there too that are uh, low in sugar mm -hmm. or organic. There's organic wines. We've had yep. fun yep. <laughs> sampling those to try and make smart decisions. Yeah. And same thing with the food that you eat. You know, they're walking around mm -hmm. with these platters and it's like, oh my God, that looks amazing. Again, know yourself, mm -hmm. know your body, know what you like. Um, and don't feel pressured to consume. I mean, I right. think that's something that, right. especially as you're new in consulting and there's food everywhere, clients are bringing food to the table, you have an expense account, it's right. just easy. Right. It's very easy to overindulge and yeah. then it's very hard to get it off and to feel better. Oh, and so it's, yeah. it's it, don't feel like you have to participate, A, in drinking, that's, that's a choice. And quite frankly, in the workplace, it's best to do that, not at all, or at least in moderation. Right. Um, but when it comes to all the food, you don't have to eat what they're putting out there. And sometimes right. that's awkward at right. first. If you're like, well, why aren't you gonna eat? It's like, oh, you know what? That's, I'm, I already ate, or I'm or, not hungry, or just no thank you. No thank you is a perfect answer. Yeah. No, no is a, the no yeah. is a complete yeah. sentence. Yeah. Um, and so that. I think getting more comfortable with disrespecting your own boundaries so that you feel good and you can continue to show up well. I mean, for a long time when traveling, I knew that the only thing that I could eat for lunch and not feel sick afterwards would be Chipotle because mm. like it, I would get like a bowl, like a salad bowl. And I knew that their ingredients, this was part of all the food poisoning challenges that they had, but um, I knew I could eat it and at least I would feel okay for the rest of my work day on site yeah. with clients. Yeah. Cause that was a tough thing. I always have like digestive, just not upset stomach and worrying about how I was gonna feel for the rest of the day and how I was gonna show up to support my clients based on what I'd eaten. That's really tough to navigate. Yeah. Whereas, okay, I'd found something that I knew I could count on that I could consume. Yeah. So as you were saying earlier, know your body, know what you can eat, know if you need to be packing things so that you've got options. Um, those things make a fundamental difference right. in how you're going to feel, how you're going to show up, how you're going to perform, and then also how you're going to have time outside of work to enjoy the other components, whether that's enjoying time with your friends and colleagues, seeing the cities that you're traveling to, mm -hmm. going to the yoga class or spin class, maybe yeah. training for an endurance athletics event. I've got lots of colleagues that, you know, while they're traveling for work, they're also training for Ironman, which right. is incredible. I'm like, oh right. my gosh, I know how hard that training is. And, and to fit that in while traveling, whew, wow, y'all are awesome. So it's be comfortable setting your own boundaries so that you're able to show up the way that you want to. Yeah, yeah, and I think things are changing too. And it's funny how mm -hmm. when you, um, let's say you go to bar, everybody's ordering drinks and you order a club soda or a water or something like that. Um, I know that there are non-alcoholic drinks that are kind of cool that are not full of sugar and things like that. But also don't be afraid to ask for a club soda and a short glass with a lime. People don't know if you've got vodka in there or not. And who cares? And, then, and who cares, right? So. I think as you put yourself out there and say, oh, I'm just gonna do a club soda or I'm gonna do a water with lemon, I think you're also gonna see other people in the industry um, making lifestyle changes. And that's yeah. the cool thing about 2023 mm -hmm. is that lots of people are focused on, hey, what do I need to be healthy? And they're yeah. making different food choices mm -hmm. and the food offerings are changing as well. You oh, know, right? It's not mashed potatoes and gravy and this, it's like, oh, we have a really beautiful fish offering. Yeah with a, a grilled asparagus and yeah so it's uh it's surprising once you start putting yourself out there in that way and making yeah. different decisions somebody else will say oh great cool i'm doing this have you mm -hmm. tried this and it opens kind of a whole new world well, to it's, you. it's the way that they say you know if you decide you're gonna get um a red car you're gonna suddenly start oh. seeing nothing but red cars 
and um, you get what you look for. Law of attraction, Yeah, maybe. you get what yeah. you look for. So yeah. if, if you're looking for the healthier options, you will start to find them. You will start to find the people that are also uh, pursuing those type of interests and dietary lifestyle choices. So um, it makes a huge difference. I think the other thing I wanna make a plug for that I love while I travel is my red light. Yes. I travel with a, yeah. a red light therapy device and it is awesome. I mean, I'm in town right now because I had dental surgery and that wasn't fun but like because of that healing like i have had no pain no pain meds no no any challenges or issues and i credit a lot of that to the the healing capabilities of like a red light device those are awesome for recovery they're easy to fit in your bag right. easy to travel with so any other thoughts or considerations for consultants who are balancing challenging workloads and the chaos and stress of work travel right I think the other thing too is surround yourself with good people we talk about this a lot whether it's a podcast you like or a book or maybe there's a mastermind group of women that you connect with weekly or bi-weekly um, you know have good friends hang out with good friends right we talk about this a lot and um, people who inspire you um, sometimes we sit back and take a look at our life and we go wow that person really doesn't inspire me and it's more of a challenge so I think having um, people who love you and support you people who inspire you again whether that's a podcast or a book or um, things like that so cutting the clutter you, you've got a busy life yeah. so if you're on Instagram and it's no longer inspiring you set it down right. Go jump in the pool. Go unfollow take a, everyone that yeah. Turn off bring your joy. Yeah, take turn off your notifications, but really set yourself up for success again. Surround yourself with good people. Um, you know, consider some coaching. I think that um, when you have a support system and you surrounded yourself with good people and good things, and listen, surrounding yourself with good people could mean yourself. Absolutely. You know, do you are you investing in uh, like self care Sunday? Are you happy taking Versus a Sunday walk? Sunday scaries. By? I love that Sunday well, Sunday scaries are a industry what? notorious term for how bad Sunday is because you're either flying out Sunday and oh. having to leave, or you're preparing to fly out Monday and you know work's coming, and it's just like oh. the sinking dread that sets in that you can't shake and it just grips you and you have full anxiety in your body and you feel sick and you don't mm. it's awful i mean it is it is absolutely a, a thing and um I love that. Let's, let's turn. Yeah, let's, self care Sunday. Yeah, let's let's turn it and go self care Sunday. Okay, so I'm packing. I'm setting myself up for success. I know what it feels like to have a suitcase that feels good with some outfits and some plans and some options, yeah. which you're certainly an expert on. Um, versus the oh my god, it's Monday at seven. My car's sitting here in five minutes, yeah. and you throw shit in, and then every time you need to go get dressed, it's like oh my god, this is a hot mess. So we've all had trips that have gone really well so let's turn it into self-care Sunday where also too um, in my program we talk about making um, different products like fat bombs for uh, for those of you doing keto and stuff and making foods uh, that are ready to go for the week whether you're traveling or at home but I find when I take the time on Sunday and I do do my toes or I do typically on Sunday I do a restorative yoga practice this is like oh my god 
gosh, I've had a big week. I'm going to focus on quads and hamstrings and, you know, spend two minutes in pigeon pose versus a flowy type practice where the day is focused on what do I need? What do I need, sweetheart? Yeah. What do you need? Do I need some journaling? Do we need a walk with some headphones? But circling back to you really do need to be your own best friend and quality relationships start with the relationship with yourself. And, um, and I think too, like you were talking about hosting clients and being around people, no thank you and no, like you said, is a full sentence. Maybe everybody's going out and what you need is a self-care walk with your headphones mm -hmm. or you just need to lay on your floor yep. and do, but learning how to take care of yourself. But yes, I would much rather love a self-care Sunday and maybe, maybe it's a mud mask. I mean, when's the last time you did a mask for yourself at home? Like it's so silly. Last it's, night. Good girl. Yes. <laughs> yes. I did one on my trip and I just giggled and I think this is so easy mm -hmm. and inexpensive. And listen, most of it is making yourself a cup of tea and reading a book. Yeah. That's like put a meditation free, on and right. Just, give yep, yourself reset. all that stuff and be good to yourself and uh, definitely self-care Sunday and, and knowing in the moment. You don't, yeah. you don't always have to participate with everything. Well, and I think that that's a good point as well. Just the ability to take the time. Well, it's not always fun. We like to procrastinate, uh, but take the, take the time to prepare. Yes. That preparedness in, in packing, that preparedness in presentations for clients instead of procrastinating preparedness <laughs> and practice versus procrastination is incredible because your results will be so much better How about prepare instead of panic yeah i hate panic don't you hate panic Panic's it's awful. when you're on the road oh my gosh you're like awful. oh my gosh i have to run to walgreens because i forgot or where's my the nurse gotta run in them yeah. or yes, panic is the so worst so um I the know time ahead of time is worth it yes mm -hmm. do that self-care and the preparing and, and make it kind of fun put music yes. on yes Check, yes. Figure out what your outfits are going to be for the Try week. Try them on, right? Right. Oh my yes. God, how many times have you not? You're like, oh, I'm I look better that, that week. Yeah, I'll look better that week. My you outfits will be more creative. I'll mm. be excited for what I'm going to wear versus just, oh, I just pulled some things that go together and put it in my bag. No, versus being really conscious about cultivating what you're going to wear, yeah. what you're going to need. I have everything, which I mean, I do have a packing list if you want it. There's a packing list if you right. need help figuring out what to wear for right. the week. But the, yeah, it makes a huge difference in then how you get to show up because you're not stressed. You're not running behind, you're prepared. I kind of giggle, it's one of those adult things. Like, yeah, it's you know, very adult. It's like, it's like unpacking at the uh, hotel. Yeah, yeah, it's but like, But you feel oh, better for the week. At the end of the Everything week, looks lovely. You're not living out of a suitcase. You actually like put it all away, you can see everything. It goes mm -hmm. a long way towards yeah. how well you feel when you're in a space. Listen, I say we're in the feel better game. Yeah. Every day you got up, your goal is to feel better, mm -hmm. feel better. How can I feel better in this moment? Like I said, you get in your airline seat, you get your stuff, you get situated and you're like, oh, can I feel better? Is there anything else I need? You know, get situated in your hotel room. How can I feel better? Even let's say something didn't go great. It's like, okay, how can that feel better next time? We're in mm -hmm. the feel better, feel good game. So yeah. do things that help you feel good and yeah. listen, the rest just unfolds, like, like letting the universe handle it. So absolutely. Yeah. All right. So shifting gears just a little bit. Okay. Uh, with your serial entrepreneurship, any yeah. thoughts or considerations for consultants who might be looking to pursue other passions, other joys, and to turn mm. them into alternative revenue streams? Oh, gosh, you guys, I could eat, sleep, and breathe entrepreneurialism. I just love it to the point where I thought, this is what I need to do. I want to eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff, and I want to have fun, and I want to 
do things that bring me joy. Um, I was just listening to Gay Hendricks' book, uh, The Big Leap, and he was talking about the same thing. There are a lot of opportunities out there. There's a lot of stuff going on, but when you really dr drill down to your genius um, and you really get choosy about what you do and you're working on things that you're passionate about, it doesn't feel like work, plus you're mo more productive, things flow. So there are a lot of people who are like, man, I'm doing this over here, but I'd really like to do this. So my advice to entrepreneurs is have the guts and the courage to say, this is what I like. Even if you think that's not what your mom wants to hear or the world wants to hear or your neighbor or so-and-so, have the guts to speak your truth and say, I want to do this. And I think I'm going to be good at it and really be honest with yourself. Don't do it because there's a money offer or because of this or that. Do it because you feel good about it. And if you feel so good about it, you really can't go wrong. Mm -hmm. And so it's getting over that fear and all these false things you've been telling yourself. But my advice is dive in and do it um, and do it with gusto. And again, surround yourself with people who understand that. And listen, sometimes when you're being beginning to um, build a thought or a dream or something you want to do. Sometimes the first thing we want to do is go out and go blah, 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 blah to everybody, right? And then they're dream killers and they kill it. And their intentions might be good, like, hey, I don't want you to lose your house or I don't want you to go broke or I don't want you to die jumping off that cliff. Sometimes there's 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 a time to announce and there's some time, there's times to hold your cards. Thank you, and yes, yes. And don't be afraid to incubate and sit with self. When you go on the walk, go, okay, team, I call my angels, my guides, I call them my team. And I'm just like, okay, team, what do we got going on? And this is kind of what's up for me and have this talk with yourself. And that's really where the magic happens is in that wheelhouse of alignment and your intuition and ask for help. You know, the other day I was doing something. I'm like, okay, I need help with this. Like, some help me and and it resolved and it's like putting the, the every day. <laughs> right and I that, things every day. right and being in the moment but it's giving it up and just saying okay universe this seems like fun and people always say well how do I know well does it feel good yeah and well, sometimes they'll say go ahead I um I do a gut check where if I feel mm -hmm. fear in my chest versus my abdomen. Mm -hmm. So if I feel fear in my chest, that is old conditioning, that is old programming that's trying to keep me um, kind of back and, and reticent towards things. It's yeah. not real fear, yeah. it's conditioned fear. Yeah. Whereas if I feel fear or like illness in my stomach, that is true, that is real, that is not good. And I need to okay. like, I need, I need to like, nope, that's not for me, that is not good, that does not feel good. And so that check really does a good job of evaluating if something is for me or not and um, how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, does it light you up? Like the first, my first answer to you was like, oh my gosh, I love entrepreneurialism. I eat, sleep, breathe this. I can talk to anybody about it. It just excites me. And I, the thought of working with people and help, helping them create, I love building businesses. Mm -hmm. And then once they get going, it's like, eh, not so much, you know? Um, but you you want things that light you up like that. When I, when I decided to do my 200 hours for yoga, I was excited about it. I wanted that. I wanted that information I wanted the camaraderie I wanted to learn I wanted to apply you should be excited about it and it should feel good and then sometimes people will ask me it's like well I have two different things and then I, I say well that's not ready yet 
you need to flow some more energy. Um, sitting with self and going, mm, does this feel good? Or does this feel good? You know, um, the answers will come if mm -hmm. you give it that time yeah. to unfold. And uh, like you said, incubate. Um, we are powerful people. And we often go looking outside of ourselves for answers yeah. and, and like, am I doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. I want people to come back inwards and yep. tune into your intuition on your mo yoga mat, mm -hmm. on questions in life and with your entrepreneurialism. When you can, well, when you learn how to integrate intuitive and yourself and entrepreneurial, that's where the magic is. Absolutely. I do think it's a kind of a healing journey though of we get so disconnected from ourselves and mm -hmm. from our intuition that mm -hmm. for a period of time, we likely need some support and help from other coaches, mm -hmm. healers, mentors, mm -hmm. guides who can help us tune back to right. that internal intuition right. where we become clear and connected and able to interpret all of the yes. things that we're receiving. Like you said, am I feeling, you know, you ask a question, it's like, well, how do you feel? You're like, oh, I feel it in my chest or no, I feel good. I feel mm -hmm. solid here or my fear is here. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's the way I think good coaches do. Well, yep. how does that feel? Yep. What do you think? And it's funny how many people, I know this has happened a thousand times with you in consulting. People ask you a question and you turn it back and you go, well, what do you think? Or how does that feel? And then people answer their own question and they almost feel so silly. Mm -hmm. that they asked you but it's the truth the yeah. answers are there and to your point um we often just need someone to go well how does that feel right. and give them permission to stop and feel for it right and and reach for their own answers and their own connection and but the hard part there is it's very difficult to get those answers when your nervous system is completely fried and shot yeah when yeah. you are living with your autonomic systems not firing correctly where you are fried and you are just totally burned out and yeah. you're not regulated it becomes very yeah. difficult to respond responsibly responsibly instead of reactionary yeah. Yeah. in a reactionary capacity and to be able to interpret how you're feeling because everything feels bad when your nervous system is fried everything feels high strung and reactive and just inflamed and so it does take these self-care practices in order to restore that equilibrium and balance and to get to where you can respond in a calm, compassionate, collected manner and be able to tune into your own innate intuition. Yeah, we call it receiving mode. Yeah. Getting yourself in receiving mode. Mm -hmm. And that's what you do when you go into meditation as you sit, you get quiet you receive mm -hmm. and then um, the idea is that you spend your day in blended mode where you're functioning as a human um, but you're also constantly receiving from higher self and your inner being and intuition and it's this blended mode of showing up in the world saying okay world I'm listening I'm mm -hmm. receiving one of our favorite ones to talk about is repeating numbers when you oh, see gosh. one 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 or one two three four or whatever it is for you the red car when you receive that those are signs signals and messages from above that we're here we're with you you're receiving you're, supported. you're supported we're mm -hmm. here and I think that when you begin to integrate this into your life and they call it a meditation practice for a reason it's a practice there's no mastery like, right there's there's good days and bad days where you're more connected and less connected and flow we talked okay. about but um that's one of my favorite talks uh topics to talk about is receiving is it a spirit animal 
a butterfly. I had a moth the other day in my I hotel. Did too. In my hotel, right? Okay, so I'm in my hotel room. And so old me, which is another yes. favorite, old me would have been like, oh my God, I have a moth. This room is a dump, but, which I love the room, by the way. Um, but I was like, oh, this is for me. And so I grabbed my phone and I pulled up spiritual meaning of moth. And of course, it's what you think it would. And often it is really basic. Like if you have a pain in your neck, a physical pain, it really can mean, hey, what's what's the pain in the neck? What is the thing that you need to just let go of? It really can be that basic. It's not, doesn't have to be convoluted. So I looked at it and was like, yeah, new fresh beginnings, how <laughs> caterpillars transform <laughs> and moths. And I was like, yep. Yeah. And I just looked up and I went, I'll take it. That's my new favorite favorite thing is I'll take it and then I had this beautiful walk and this conversation with uh, guides and higher self and whatnot and um, I said just lightly I thought oh, I haven't seen a, a ladybug I was pondering the moth and um, there was a hummingbird that came to me on the walk and I was like yeah oh, you always get hummingbirds I know I love me some hummingbirds mm -hmm. and uh, and I just gently thought I haven't seen a ladybug this this year and I was down south I was in Sedona Palm Springs not up in frigid Park City and um, so later that afternoon just you know living enjoying the day literally in a gigantic pool I looked down and there was a ladybug yeah and I was like wow this shit works you know, when you're open and you're in receiving mode, mm -hmm. you can receive these signs, signals. Yeah. Maybe it's a car. I had a, um, I was on the road later and I, I saw a semi truck go by and my initials KA were in black, bold letters. I go, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Take all the good stuff. It means what you want it to mean. It doesn't have to be anything convoluted or crazy. Um, I'll just look down and see the repeating numbers and I go, oh, I'll take it. Thank you. You know, the ladybug, yep. oof, man. I get uh, bunnies itty -bitty. a lot. Yes, take darts. it. Yeah. Take it, make it what you want it to be. But um, there's always, you're always supported. It's never ending. Things are always working out for you. It's all for you. To, yes. It's not happening to you. It's all for you. Yes. And when you take that mindset, mm -hmm. That shift will completely transform your life because it takes you out of a victim. These are life-saving, life-changing things. And again, I know it's easy to go, eh, meditation, God. We've been talking about that since the 80s or 90s or whatever, but it's not. It's to take a moment to, you know, see what resonates with you. And again, it's a practice. You're not going to you know, jump out there and be, there's no thing as such thing as perfection, but just from be, have a sense of humor, right? Don't you think is a, yeah. a good way? Just have a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Go, oh, that's a ladybug in a gigantic pool, in this entire pool. I don't yeah. know how many thousands, here's an itty bitty ladybug. And I had just asked about or thought about it. Oh, and there it is, mm -hmm. right? So take those things and take it in business too. When yes. it's, when somebody walks in and they say something and you're like, thinking the same thing and that yeah. we're both on the same page that must be a good idea because you know and again if it feels good go there right. but I always say in meditation um because you're taught to brush the thoughts away right and brush them away and brush them away but if the thought that comes to you in meditation or after it feels good that's the guidance right 
That's and the clarity. I think good leaders begin to understand this quickly. They they know when when they're aligned, mm -hmm. and they know when an idea is a good one because yes. it feels good, and they know it's coming from something bigger than themselves. Yeah. Their higher self, their inner being, their guidance, whatever word you want to use mm -hmm. it. And I really think that's what successful high vibe people have learned. It's like okay, I know how to get clear. I know how to receive. I know how to be in receiving mode and that's when good things um, happen and this is for everybody I absolutely think when I first started as like oh that person is intuitive or that person's good at speaking and everyone and can be what's possible everything, everything. Uh, we mm -hmm. all have the ability to be really talented and again. skilled it's based on what you want to put your time energy efforts into to cultivate and develop yes Yes. We I, all have the gifts of intuition and connection yes, and consciousness yes. and Stop. public speaking and yeah. well-being and radiant health. Yeah. Just what do we want to yes. put our focus and time into? What do we want to foster and cultivate? Yeah, I think that's step number one is stop talking yourself out of this. This is not crazy stuff that that ladybug came, the repeating numbers. Um, perhaps you have loved ones who've transitioned and you feel like they're present with you. They are. They are. You ask uh, your grandma to come into the board meeting with you and you feel her love and support. That's that's real. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I really think that's the secret sauce and the key ingredient to successful people, good leaders, is, is, is what we're talking about here. We've really drilled down to the good stuff. Certainly. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Any other thoughts for this audience? Gosh, today? man, we covered some really juicy topics and... Um, really good stuff i i feel like i feel like this needs a price tag because we gave away some <laughs> some good secrets here but the secret is there's no secret right there's the secret is there's no secret that you have it and you can tap into it at any moment you don't need um a badge a title a crown a degree you got it and and be open to that and ask and it's there and um like i said this is some really good stuff and yeah. um I feel like, uh, again, this is where it's at. I think sometimes we go into trainings and whatnot and we're like, oh, I have to do this, this, and this. And yeah, it boils down to self-care Sunday, yes. <laughs> right? Intention setting, being intentional with how we wanna live, show up. I mean, I do an exercise with clients all the time of design your ideal day. Yes. What do you want it to look like? What do you want to be spending your time doing? I yes. mean, like what we're doing here right now, this is absolutely oh. my ideal day. This is so wonderful and 100%. fun and like I love it. Um to so do that for yourself. Design your ideal day. And if mm -hmm. you feel like the work that you're doing is soulless and not for the betterment of yourself and for others, take a moment to check in on that. Yeah. Like you can get yourself out of it. You can chart a path forward that does feel good. And it might not happen overnight. It might take years to get into where exactly you want to be, but start pushing and f feeling for where that is because it will become evident and you can get there. It's totally possible. But there's no reason to continue to surround yourself in an environment and with people that don't feel good. Life is short. Yeah. And those kind of things manifest into physical problems. They so, absolutely do. Yeah, Health and like, well-being challenges yeah. and crises. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Take care of yourself. Feel good. Surround yourself with people that you want to work with. Do good work. And 100% uh, that's, if I had one piece of advice I could only give, that would be it is be happy. Do that. Mm -hmm.
Yeah. Awesome. Oh All my right. Gosh, so great. Well, thank you, Carrie, oh so much for spending your morning with me and an the honor. Consultants Council. Uh, I hope you all have enjoyed the session. I know it's been a, a bit different than our normal dialogue, but certainly something that, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about and has made profound differences in my life, in my well being, in how I show up for my clients, um, how I show up in my friendships, how I just live my life. So uh, I hope that this has been wonderful and you have enjoyed it. But thank you so much. Oh Thank you. What an honor. I very much appreciate it. Awesome. All right. Bye, y'all. Take care. Thank you. And that's a wrap on this episode of the Consultants Council. Thank you so much for your interest and engagement. Let us know what you'd like to learn more about by writing in to info at theconsultantscouncil.com. Thanks to Kelsey Consulting for sponsoring this podcast and to Class Act Media for the media support. And with that, cheers and all my best. Have a great week. And remember, what's possible? Two more.